0: gonna say to you bah, bah, bah,
1: bah, bah. It's a win-win situation with games and interviews. Every win-win situation is fun
2: Welcome to Win-Win Situation. Hi, Joe. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm terrific today. Uh, That's good. Who do we have here today?
0: Today we have Academy Award-nominated animator Gary Schwartz.
2: Yay!
1: Yay!
0: Ah, he gets gets a train signal. (laughs) Yay. Hi, Gary.
1: Thank you for inviting me. Yeah,
2: no problem. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself before we put you through the ringer?
1: Okay, I will tell just a little bit about myself. Uh, My name is Gary Schwartz. Uh, I've been animating, doing kinetic craziness professionally since 1978.
0: Beautiful.
2: What do you mean by kinetic craziness?
1: Well, um, there's the world of being an artist, which is a a subset of a subset of a subset of a subset. Then there's the world of animators who are artists, which is a subset of 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 a subset. And then there are stop motion animators, which is a quantum leap of a subset beyond those subsets. Mm. Wow, so many subsets.
0: You are our first quantum guest, Gary.
1: Thank you. I I am so ready for this.
0: It is indeterminate as to whether you're a guest or not, (laughs) because it's quantum. (laughs)
2: Well, we're so excited to put you through the ringer, so to speak. Uh, what game do we have up first?
0: Uh, well, let's look. Oh, oh we...
2: this is one of my most favorite ones. It's called Don't Eat My Cat. So the object of the game, Gary, is you're going to hear our cat and you can't eat it. Okay?
0: Just, okay. Don't, just refrain from eating the cat and that's it.
2: Okay. Are you ready? Okay.
0: All right, it looks it looks I'm, really delicious. You
2: tempted.
0: Uh, Gary's,
2: Gary, don't do it. Don't do it. No,
0: he's he's resi- he's full of restraints. He's he's not eating the cat.
2: Good thing he's uh, behind a screen. He's, he's, there's no possible way he could do it anyway. No, he
0: couldn't because he's on the other end of a zoom. You could he try. Couldn't. All right, the cat is safe. Oh, Gary.
2: Gary. Yay. Yay,
0: you get two points for not eating the cat. Two points, Gary. Thank you, Vang, thank you, thank you. Nice work. Good job, Gary.
2: How, how did you, like, how
1: did you restrain yourself like that? Well, what I, at the while that was occurring, I was looking at my cat, Alex, and she's sleeping. And I didn't want her to disturb her wah. Good, good.
2: <laughs> well, uh, that's good.
0: I'm glad we have no animal cruelty on, on our on our show so far.
2: I mean, it's impossible anyway, so.
0: With, what With the social distancing and all, it's really hard to do animal cruelty. Um,
2: so why don't you uh, introduce this next segment?
0: The next segment is a, is a voicemail uh, left by my partner's Auntie Pam. Auntie Pam. And she's got a riddle. So uh, she's, uh, let's, let's hear from her. If you, if so, you...
2: so listen carefully because so, the object will be for you to... Well, you'll see. She says it at the end. Just listen carefully to and Auntie if, Pam.
0: If you don't hear it clearly, don't worry. We'll repeat any part you need to hear. Again. Are you ready? I'm ready.
2: And so it begins Tuesday morning, just like Monday morning, and just like Wednesday morning will be. Can you guess what I do for a living?
0: All right. right. Did you you hear Auntie Pam there all right? I sure did. Great.
2: So what do you think she does for a living?
1: I think she schedules appointments for animals.
0: Very good. Oh, very good guess, but Uh, not not quite it.
1: Yeah, sorry. Do you want one more try?
2: We can't give it away. We'll just keep recycling it until one day somebody guesses it right. Really? Don't you think we should? Uh, Or do you want to give it away? I want to give it away. Okay.
0: But you can get one more guess first. Get one more guess. Do Do you want to hear it again? You want to... Okay, it's a, uh, an animal therapist. Animal therapist. No. Uh, no. But
2: therapist is a good, it's like getting closer it's to good, it. it. It's getting yeah.
0: closer. She's a compassionate person. Auntie Pam is a nanny. She's a nanny! nanny. So that was one of those plastic kids toys that has the animal sounds in it.
2: Oh, Yay. okay. Yeah. yeah. So, it was a good it was a good guess, but hard hard to hard to guess. That
0: one's tricky, Gary, cuz that's a that's a real question whereas the other one was just refraining from eating a cat. So, uh, I think you're still doing pretty great. You're you're still ahead here.
2: Yeah, don't worry. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So, up next, you know, Gary, I heard that you like buttons. Is this
1: true? I love buttons yes. and knobs of all variety well
2: perfect because especially analog analog well great we've got some analog buttons here um (laughs) this next game is called pick a button so we've got a red one we've got a blue one and we've got a purple one which button would you like to press
1: Oh, obviously the purple one. It's the combination of the others.
0: All right. yeah. All right, Joe. Color theory entering into button choices. Whoa, that
2: oh, was extremely that was, distorted ha- and loud. We haven't uh, cleaned that button in a while. <laughs> I
0: think that one was just crushed completely under oh. Gary's mighty finger pushing.
2: Yeah, you can't press so hard, Gary. you got to be a little bit lighter. Why don't you pick a, another button?
0: Okay, a red button. Red button.
2: Everybody loves the red button. Okay, Joe. Congratulations! You just blew up the bull on Wall Street, but not that girl that's standing in front of the bull. The defiant girl, she's fine.
0: I'm afraid to say, Gary, that you've destroyed a work of art. Uh, but uh, it's the bull on Wall Street, and the so, girl is still there.
2: You know, hey, that's a victory in and of itself.
0: <coughs> wow, that's some loud, Ooh, loud hey. points. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Three points for blowing up the bull. Why don't you just press the uh, the third button?
0: Let's just see what the third button does here. Oh, that's, that's not, that sounds terrible. Oh, wow. oh. What, what in blazes was that?
2: Congratulations, Gary. You just blew up the Leaning Tower of Pisa.
0: Oh, that old thing. Really?
2: How do you feel? How do you feel now that you are a terrorist?
1: <laughs> well, now I can see the space that was always blocking there for hundreds of years.
2: Yeah, so, so much more clear. Yeah. Have you ever been to the Leaning Tower?
1: I have not.
2: No. Have you ever been to Italy?
1: many times
2: oh what did you see when you were in italy
1: oh we were in florence venice uh in the all just all over central and northern italy
0: that's beautiful i had the good fortune to visit rome in 2010 and i saw rome not those other places but when in uh,
2: rome you're in rome
0: you're in rome when you're in rome they have espresso okay. it's pretty good they have cappuccino there
1: I was just we were just watching all these people gesticulating over their cell phones.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So are you ready to do another game, Gary?
1: I am so ready.
2: We have a special uh, special guest here. His name is Tony Questions. Are you ready to meet Tony Questions?
1: I'm ready to question Tony.
2: All right. Well, he's ready to question you.
0: Hello, Gary. This is Tony Questions with 20 questions with Tony Questions. I am going to ask you questions and Yvonne is going to be the judge of the answers.
2: That's right. Are you ready, Gary?
1: I'm ready.
0: What are your top sins? Is that a toupee? Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast.
1: Come on, Gary. My top sins are... What's hidden behind me? That's never in front. Ooh, that's
0: that's very good. Good, is you that get a, a point. Toupee?
1: What? Oh, the hair, the hair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is your daily dosage of vitamin C? Twenty milligrams. If you could be any animal, what would you be? I would be a kitty. Oh. <laughs> I
2: mean, sorry.
0: you we're gonna give him a point I for misheard that. Yeah, you there. Yeah. How many times a day do you pick your nose? How many times a day am I allowed? Ooh, that's uh, depends on what country you're living in, I suppose. There, thank you, Tony. Uh, got some more questions from Tony. What is the moon made of? It's made of green cheese. Yeah, that's everybody very good, very knows good, very that good. one. What's for lunch? What's for lunches? Yesterday's dinner. Where do you keep your nail clippers? They're hidden, deeply hidden. Who is your
1: celebrity lookalike? Oh, half the population of Hollywood.
0: We love Hollywood. We love Hollywood. It's it's so it's so glamorous, Hollywood.
2: You do look a bit glamorous, Gary.
0: Well, we're only halfway through these. So we're going to keep going through them. So uh, let's get some more from Tony.
2: All right, Tony, hit it.
0: Where can I find the booze?
1: underneath and
0: behind
1: the refrigerator.
0: What's your middle name?
1: Robert. Who is your first kiss? Ooh. ooh. <laughs> I'll
2: wait for this one. Yeah, we're waiting around. Guess, <laughs> this one's
1: supposed to be fast This kind
0: of
2: juicy, but you know, we're going to slow it down just oh, for this know, one. you know,
0: it has to be Mom. Aw. Aww, Aww. Aww, that is
2: sweet. <laughs> All what? right, Tony, give him some more.
0: OK, what's the worst movie? The worst movie, the worst movie, Oh. the one I didn't get to see. Yeah. Something that sells smells sweet. Something that smells sweet. Ah. Oh, when Kathy bakes a cake.
2: Oh. Aww. 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 We, love, we love Kathy. <laughs> keep on keep on bringing those questions, Tony. These what, are these are, are real great.
0: What what
1: what are dreams made out of? They're made out of the surreptitious elements of our subconscious. I think
0: that's correct. We are almost done with the questions. We have four more questions to make 20.
2: Yeah, thank you, Gary. You're doing great. You're accruing more points than losing them.
0: Okay, merci beaucoup. What is the grossest thing you can think of? Living underneath this house. That's pretty gross. Well, what's the worst name for a baby? Fred.
2: (laughs) Say that again?
0: Fred. Fred. F-R-E-D. Sorry. Sorry to Freds everywhere, but you do have the worst name. Sorry, Fred. What is the best pizza place?
1: Oh, Supino's by far.
2: Where is Supino's?
1: It's in Eastern Market.
2: okay, cool. I'm going to have to check it out sometime.
1: Question
0: 20. What is the most jagged texture? The glass that I crack. Good enough. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Tony Questions. And thank you, Gary, for playing 20 Questions with Tony Questions.
2: How did you like meeting Tony?
1: He's hey like, Tony, you know we hang out with Tony.
2: He's a pretty nice guy, right? He was—he went pretty easy on you today. What can I say? You know. I can tell. I Usually can tell. he fires him off pretty rapidly, but he was feeling like pretty chill today, so.
0: I wanted to know the actual answers to the questions. Tony,
2: Tony, Tony! It's time to go. Okay. Can you, can you bring back Joe, please?
0: I'm gonna get my bicycle and leave. Uh,
2: okay. Well, I need Joe, so make sure to tell him to come back down. Okay. <laughs>
0: Tony's constantly hanging out here even after he's he's already he's already all done
2: well Gary if you thought that was tiring (laughs) if you thought that was tiring wait until what we have in store for you next have you ever have you ever done an obstacle course in your life
1: yes I have
2: great well you're about to do another one
1: yeah have you
0: like uh you have an athletic background that we because uh you you seem uh, quite healthy
1: well, my athletic background uh mostly focused on how to run away very fast from bullies.
2: That's it's a good skill. That is a pretty good skill. And it's a good applicable one uh for a lot of people. I think that's a good reason to stay in shape. To run away from all those crazy people in the world.
0: Uh so I can I can set this one up if that's oh, okay. Oh, yes, yeah?
2: please do. Take um, it away, Joe.
0: This this one is uh Is an obstacle course. So uh, this one is not uh, a matter of wits. It's a matter of athletic ability. So we're going to send you uh, through an obstacle course. And the goal is going to be delivering uh, a perfectly formed orchid to the Cleveland Botanical Society. So that is if you succeed uh, in in doing that, you win many points. This one's worth a good good lot of points. Um, And uh, I can see that you've got your shorts and your shoes already on. Are you yes. ready to ready to go for this challenge? Okay. I'm ready. All right. We get like let's uh, go out to the uh, field here.
2: All right. Here we are in the field, Gary.
0: There's gonna be a three stage buzzer. You go. You go at the at the third buzzer. It's one, two, three, boom, and then you're off through the obstacle course.
2: You ready, Gary?
0: I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. All right. He is off. He's. Uh, oh wow. Lovely. Gary's doing pretty good. He's he's taking the lead, in fact. You can tell he's been keeping in shape during quarantine. Yeah, Gary! Go, Gary! Go, Gary! And uh, his mask breathing is pretty good, too. You can hear him. He's He's got a good uh, oxygenation of his blood from all of his cardio. Keep breathing! Keep on uh, breathing! Ah, and I see G- Gary has entered the field of broken glass. Ow. Oh, there's a little bit of blood, but not too much. Uh, there's some... <laughs> There's some in the socks, but he's still pushing through. All right. Oh, and he has gone up the ladder uh, at the burning apartment building. And he's already... Wow, he scaled that fast. And he is inside the building looking for the orchid. There it is. Gary, it's in the middle of the room. Good. Uh, He's placed the ice cube at the base of the orchid to keep it nice and fresh. He's crossed the suspension bridge. And here he is already at the Botanical Gardens in Cleveland. Gary, give it to the botanist. The botanist Uh. has taken it. This is beautiful. And now he just has to exit. Ah, Nice work, Gary Schwartz. Gary, you win many points for that. That's like thirty thousand points for completing that Amazing obstacle course. Amazing job, Gary. That is months of training.
2: <laughs> so.
1: I couldn't have done it without you.
2: You've been Thank you. you've been training for quite some time, I hear. Right. Yes. You did a great job. How are you feeling now that you've you've won?
1: <sighs> oh, relieved! Just relieved and thankful.
2: And how do you feel in general, like when you win, when you succeed?
1: When I win, I feel completeness and totality. Yeah.
2: Before this, what was something that you've won before in your life?
1: Oh, I won the right to live another year. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's a good. Like
1: Most of this uh, planet. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: We all got got through a rough one.
2: Sure did. I sure do like all of your answers to everything, Gary. Can we just live inside of your mind?
1: You may live inside my mind. Uh, You'll have to sign this form, though.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Send it over. I'll uh, let our manager look at it.
1: Yeah.
0: Our manager has power of attorney. So whatever he does, just he'll sign everything. It'll yeah, be great. it's yeah. fine.
2: Cool. Well, well, thanks for the leeway. Oh, well, I know you must be exhausted, but we don't care. Because <laughs> we, we want you to sing for us. And before we started the show today, you did sign a <laughs> waiver saying, yes, I don't mind singing.
1: Uh, yes, I'm ready. <coughs> me, 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 me.
2: But before you do, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a list of topics. And all right, here they are. I'm going to give you a list of six topics. And you have to choose two of these topics. So listen carefully, Gary. You ready? I'm ready. We got fairy tales, sandwiches, the laws of physics, nightclubs, brittle matter, salty foods paint chips and animal behavior you get to choose Ooh. two
1: okay definitely salt chips and animal behavior salt. salty
2: foods and animal behavior
1: oh pa- no paint chips and animal oh, behavior. paint chips <laughs> and like animal
2: a- behavior great so once we cue up the music You just got to sing about paint chips and animal behavior.
0: Are you ready for this?
1: I am so ready. Here comes
0: some happy music.
1: The animals, they're gnawing on the paint chips and they're kind of happy, but they continue down the road. Yeah. All right. They keep going, but somehow it doesn't slow them down. The paint chips with the animal salt and paint chips and the animal behavior there. I don't even want to stop this. It's too
2: perfect. You don't have to.
1: Keep going. It keeps going down the road. Here they're joining with more paint chips. Then they paint chips all over their bodies as they go floating down the road. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
0: Gary. All right, we're going to give you some points for that there. Nice work, Gary Schwartz.
2: That was really good. I uh, I gotta hand it to you.
0: I love that song. That's. I think that should be our national anthem.
2: Uh, we can we can put it. We can start a petition.
0: The paint chip song. The paint chip song, and how it affects animal behavior.
2: All right. So we are kind of. You know Gary, we
0: have been running you to the ringer. You you've you've You been, look
2: you look a little uh, exhausted, Gary. It's been
0: one thing after another. Oh, just uh. <laughs> This is like this is like being on 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 crossfire on CNN 20 years ago.
2: Yeah, you need well, really
0: g- work your guests. Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, mind you, it doesn't stop here because <laughs> we're going to te- we're going to put you to the test yet again. Can you okay. can you handle it? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, he this, sounds confident. If you don't, if you don't mind, Maestro, I need a little bit of
0: mood music. There we go. Let's go back to the lounge.
2: We're back in the lounge, back in Gary. The lounge. Yeah. Have a seat right here and listen okay. to these directions. Why don't you? This little game is called Keep Away. In this game, I'm gonna go through a list of things and places, and you tell us whether or not to keep away from them. Okay. Are you ready? And Joe here. I am ready. Joe ready. will determine whether or not you are correct. <laughs> okay. Here it goes. A skunk in a fancy restaurant.
1: Well, actually, I would like to be there.
0: Uh, I'll accept that because we don't <laughs> we don't support animal cruelty. I so. was
2: kind of hoping you would say, yeah, yeah give skunks a chance. Yeah, right? give
1: skunks a chance.
2: All right. Next one. Roadkill.
1: I have to say I've eaten roadkill. Ooh.
2: All right. We really like you, Gary.
0: That was two points. The second point was for actually having committed to that, and the first point was for the answer.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally on the same page. I've
0: eaten roadkill
1: in Alaska. Wow.
2: Which, uh, what kind of roadkill? Just curious.
1: It was it was deer.
2: Deer. Okay. Was it good? It,
1: the tam- oh, it was delicious because yeah. cause he made a whole stew out of it.
2: Well, at least it didn't go to waste.
1: Did, did Was it a deer that you hit? No, it was. It's it's the city of Sitka, Alaska. Whenever there's any kind of roadkill, this gentleman that we're friends with, they would call him. He would pick them up and he would. Uh, there were deer, different kinds of critters, and he he would make stew out of them. Wow. Wow. I'd love this to meat is visit very, Alaska. very 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 expensive in Alaska.
0: Yeah, everything I... has to be imported. I imagine. Yeah.
1: That's
2: true I actually I actually worked for a company once that that sold spices and and Alaska always it it was more costly because it, you know they didn't get everything
0: it's be shipped
2: yeah yeah
0: what what other things may we decide to keep away from or or run toward
2: All right this one will determine how greedy you are a pile of jewels
1: I run away from it because it would completely obfuscate my ability to be well thought of to the rest of the planet. Oh.
2: We give yeah. you points These for your compassion.
1: Like
0: yeah.
2: Yes. yes. Run away from those no, let's get 2
0: Let's get two more points just there. There's two more.
2: Hey, Gary. Yeah. You're doing real good. We saw you crack You We got no world.
0: buzzers. These are all right answers.
2: Yeah, look oh, at that. All right, this is all dependent on your allergies. Peanuts.
1: Peanuts, I do have... Uh, issues with peanuts. Okay, then All you right. would get away that's from mean, peanuts. Also, because they're just peanuts. Yeah.
2: yeah. And do you have allergies to anything else, or?
1: Uh, I'm allergic to bullies.
2: Yeah, that's a good one to be allergic to. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Three, three for that one. Yeah, yeah, Gary. Oh! <laughs> no bullies.
2: All right, next one. Telemarketers.
1: Oh, mm, they're my favorite because I love <laughs> to corner them. And keep them on the line for as long as possible so that they're not uh, wasting other people's time. (laughs) Oh, my God, Gary.
2: Uh, Can I speak on behalf of you, too, Joe? We love you. We love you.
0: Don't put words in my mouth. I'm, we love you. Yeah,
2: see, he said it. He said it, too. We love you. We're falling in love with you as this goes on.
1: When they come to me, though, I keep them on the line as long as possible. Do you, you ever, know, do you ever get some too. amenable, want, like some good conversation at least out of them? Like uh, uh, On rare occasion, I get someone who breaks down and says the real reason why they're doing it and that they need forgiveness. Right, <laughs> they need forgiveness,
2: and you know, dinner on the table. Ah. All right, keep away or go to a bowl of jalapenos.
1: Oh, I always go right towards jalapenos. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Kathy grows them.
2: Oh, that's <clears throat> nice. So you have a garden, huh?
1: Multiple gardens. We have gardens in in Corktown. We have gardens in uh, Woodbridge. And bonfires. And she, yeah, and she would actually grow them in both gardens. Yeah. Wow. Can, Jalapenos. Can she would we... make salsa with them? Detroit, oh. Detroit jalapeno salsa.
2: Stop it, please! You're making me hungry. Can we come over?
0: Absolutely. All right. Get, get fully vaxxed. Yeah,
1: get fully yeah, vaxxed. Yeah,
2: yeah, we're working. I'm working on it.
1: We're we're working on it together. Yeah,
2: we're working on it. It'll happen soon.
1: Hey, everyone out there in Radio Land, get vaxxed.
0: Get back.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Do it's, what you can. It's good for you and it's good for your neighbors.
2: That's the only way we'll be able to come over and have those sweet, sweet jalapenos. What else is in the garden? Just curious. Oh uh,
1: uh, because this garden started there's there's tomatoes, there's uh, uh, there's four three different four different types of apple trees. There are uh there's a whole area just Planted with garlic. Oh,
2: nice, that's a good one
1: There's, to have. Uh, it's good for a potluck. Hazelnut trees, six of them. What? Wait, yeah. what?
2: Hazelnut trees? You know, hazelnut goes great with chocolate.
0: Oh
1: yes, true. Uh,
0: let's well, see. Cool.
2: Well, thanks for telling us a little bit about your garden. I have three more things
1: to keep yes. to keep away from or not. Yes. What do I you got?
2: A room full of kittens.
1: Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, but we. We just wallow in them. We gravitate toward them. They gravitate toward us.
2: It's the only obvious answer. That's Thank right. you very much, Gary. Kittens are good. Yeah. What about a tub of lard?
1: Uh, that could be an issue, depending upon how creative you are, and if you're and what your plans are with it. Yeah. What are your plans with the tub so of lard? So, what
2: what would your plans with the tub of lard be?
1: Well, with lard, actually, we could make, uh, there are some, well, quite frankly, it does make the best tamales. Oh. Lard do.
2: Because of of the fat content, right?
0: I'm vegetarian, but I'm not going to push my views on anybody else, so I'm still giving a point for that.
2: Hey! Go, Gary! (laughs) And one last one for the road. Sweaty, 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 stinky, sweaty, ripe gym socks.
1: Mm, well, I have to. I have to keep them in the other room.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'd stay. I'd stay away from those. And uh, you've been
2: off nothing off. but a winner today.
0: Yeah, there. There wasn't one buzzer. I forgot what the buzzer even sounds like. I'm gonna hit it just so we hear it.
2: Yeah, this, that's yeah. the sound of losing. Were you which to get a wrong you're doing. Yeah,
0: yeah no. that's what you would have heard. Just, I, I
1: actually used to have a buzzer like that in my class when <laughs> I would uh, field questions, and if there were problems with their replies. They got the buzzer. They got
2: the buzzer. What kind of class do you teach? Just curious.
1: I teach animation class. Where at? Well, the classes, is, uh, I teach them all over the world. In Armenia, mm-hmm. in Serbia, in Detroit, in California, all over the face of the planet.
2: Well, thanks for teaching.
1: And, and I'm forgetting Ireland, I'm forgetting oh, France. Geez.
2: Okay, what else? And the the, uh, the Togo Islands?
1: Not the Togo yet, but I, I actually did teach animation workshops on the Hawaiian Islands, a few of them.
2: So you're you're everywhere. You're everywhere,
1: man.
0: All over, just like this radio show. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. You can't get away from it. The billboards, the constant ads before, before YouTube videos.
2: You know, we're inundated daily with fans, you know, and we have to tell them, hey, it's a pandemic. Please wear your mask. I know you want to kiss our faces. But it's so, but...
1: so changed. I remember yeah. when it was... All either AM or FM signals or shortwave, but now it's ones and zeros over the internet. Yeah, it's
2: just cracked wide open. I can't
0: even count that high.
2: I know. Speaking of counting and cracking things wide open.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, we've got. This is the last, last. This is the last game. We got the last game, and the last game is um, all you've all you've got to do is count uh, count how many bees there are. We're gonna release some bees here. Oh, oh, they're coming oh, out. Here they are, Gary. <laughs> okay. Uh,
2: How many do you see, No, Gary? stay. Oh, stay a, so you have uh, to keep uh, your eyes open. Uh, they, uh, come on, Gary. Well, if, if this is the
0: last game. If you don't wriggle oh, around oh, wait, so much, they won't sting you so much. Okay. All right. All right, all right, all right we're going to put them. They're going back in. They're going back in now. All right. There we go. All
2: right. How many did you count? I know I, I, I know your eyes are swelled up and so is your there, mouth. There, but.
1: There, 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 but there were 47 of them. 47 bees?
2: There were certainly 47 bees,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: 47 bees! <laughs> yeah! Yeah! 47 bees! <laughs> <laughs> Gary, we oh, oh, got it. I over. forgot to mention, that's another thing that for years that they were making at the garden. Oh. They had beehives. Oh.
2: That is nice. <laughs> so is that no longer a thing?
1: Not now, because uh, two years ago, the uh, the cold was so severe that that was the end of the bees. Aww.
2: Aww.
1: Terrible. Oh, the bee well, Gary, it's been climate, such a... Climate change.
2: Uh, yeah, that's true. That's, that's a true. real thing. Gary, it's been such a pleasure getting to know you this way. Uh, I feel like we we squeezed a lot of things out of you, even though I know we tired you out. <sighs> <laughs> what do you got to say for yourself how you feeling you got anything else to say anything to say to the kids out there
1: oh to the kids out there just tune in because this is where the good stuff is mm.
2: <laughs>
0: they well, can't avoid it it's already ubiquitous they can't get it out of their their news feed
2: all right well i guess that's all we have for you today um you know we can uh we can go ahead and cue up that music to so make it official.
0: Why don't we wrap up the game show portion with the game show theme once more time? One 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 more time. <laughs> why, why
2: win <laughs> when you've already won? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: so, <laughs> with games and you. <laughs> That's for you, gay. Thank you. Me. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Who did that theme music again?
2: That theme music is done by Billy Borsch Belt out of, uh, out of uh, Salina, Texas.
0: Thank you, Billy. Yes. <laughs> hey there, I just want to say thank you for listening to Win-Win Situation with Yvonne and Joe. We have another show, a music show called Waiting for Lunch Radio with Joe and Yvonne. And you can hear both of these shows at WaitingForLunch.com. Uh, we kept talking to Gary Schwartz for some time, and a lot of it is really compelling and interesting. So I decided I'm going to leave it in, and uh, we're going to listen to the rest of our conversation with Gary Schwartz here. And then at the very end, if you're dedicated and you stay all the way to the very end, I'm going to throw in about 30 seconds of sound design that I did for one of his recent films called *Carney Obscura. So enjoy our chat with Gary Schwartz.
1: Remember when we put up that, uh, the paper in that abandoned house?
0: Yeah, on Fourteenth Street.
1: That was and a family lives in that house now. We turned that house into a giant twin stereoscopic pinhole camera. Wow. The camera, the camera obscura.
2: You guys are my idols. Yeah. So we get, <laughs>
0: I, I went in with Gary, and we put paper around the inside of the room until so it's completely dark, and then you do two little pinholes. Yeah, yeah. And the light from outside uh, 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 is projected through the pinholes upside down onto the walls in full wow, color. So wow. when, when your eyes adjust to the light, you see a projection of the exterior of the
1: building in full color. Wow, that's yeah. so
2: crazy. That's...
1: And what's right directly in front of the building is the, the famed historic Michigan Central Station.
0: Right, so you're looking at the wall and you see Michigan Central Train Station upside down uh, on, on the wall. It was a cool analogy. A... We, we did... saw
1: two of them because uh-huh. we did a twin version.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a stereoscopic. And then you did time-lapse going across the room of people observing it.
1: Yes. With time-lapse inside, time-lapse outside. You know, when I think back on it, Detroit was a profoundly different place. Very different, yeah. And
2: how long ago was this?
1: Less than 10
0: years.
2: Okay, yeah. This is, well,
0: 2011, I think. I would say so, too. Like,
2: coming back into everything, it feels different. I don't exactly know how and what, but something does. Well,
0: Yvonne went on a journey to las vegas and la and then new york and then back here so she's back here after what 10, 10 year? years 10 years yeah. yeah so she left at that moment i mean is this your home now
2: the, well it's always been my home i was born in ham so yeah oh
1: in the ham
2: yeah i mean i'm from the ham and uh i was so excited to learn that the mayor of ham is a polish lady that has a a, a a thrift store. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh
0: boy. That
2: alone made me just be like I'm happy to be back. But also Joe and you and I
0: once I once joked about her. I made some kind of crack about the parking meters in Hamtramck and she was standing nearby. Oh so my so I was like blah 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 and then the mayor was like I'm the mayor. You can talk to me about that. It's like okay I, okay uh, you really <laughs> got it you got
2: yeah. yeah. You got to watch what you say when you say it sometimes.
0: Hamtramck is so small everyone can just hear you. That's right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You know, here's, a, here's a city, at one time, when I was growing up, it was the fourth largest city in the United States. And now it's not. <laughs>
0: I used to know, it's, out of, it's a moving number. It was number 23 last time I checked, because I used to say that on tour, is the 23rd largest, uh, down from number four.
2: It's still a number.
1: It still but is a the number. There are two cities inside Detroit. Mm-hmm. Two. There's Ham, Tramic, and, and okay, for ten points, what's the other one?
2: Uh broccoli.
1: Highland Park. Oh yeah. Highland Park. Yeah. Two separate cities inside the city of Detroit, Michigan. Oh, okay. now, oh, yeah. how many people on the face of the planet Earth know that?
2: Uh, not a lot of people do, but actually you'd be surprised at WFMU in Jersey City. I found that there are a lot of songs about Hamtramck, and people there that play like rock and soul music and that sort of thing love playing those songs about Hamtramck. There's tons of songs about Hamtramck country songs, uh, rock and roll songs, soul songs that mention Hamtramck, and a polka song that specifically talks about Hamtramck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, if only Joe had the talent to pull up that polka song, that very song.
2: I mean, I could, I could, uh, uh Hamtramck. is a little old town, a little old town. Hamtramck is a little old town,
1: yeah. Wow. Wow. What do you think? <laughs> there you go. Two yep. places.
2: Yet another n- yet another song to add to the pot.
1: So were you actually, were the molecules of your body actually came from Detroit when you were birthed here?
2: Yes, 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 my, the molecules. So my parents' molecules are from Poland. I actually just did a DNA test. It's all Poland, Germany, Lithuania, and Russia. There is no mystery to my background at all.
1: And then you see how small the planet Earth is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am half Lithuanian. No way. Mm. Yep. I can see that on my mom's side, and the other half is Russian. And I have to tell you, Russians and Lithuanians are are among the craziest people on the planet Earth.
2: You are living proof of that, Gary. And those cheekbones, cheekbones.
0: Uh-huh. You've you've traveled extensively, Gary. So you've
1: been have you been to Russia and Lithuania? Well, it's interesting that you mention that because. I was actually scheduled to be teaching youth animation to youth in Moscow, 13 to 19 year olds. When whammo, that terrible little disease
0: came came across the whole globe. Oh, I think I remember hearing something about that. Tom Hanks got it, right? Yep, he's cured. What sure are you guys did. talking? Yeah. What?
2: What? Thing? What?
0: Uh, I I don't know. It's something.
2: Just, like I don't really
0: follow said, the news, I but know. it was—I don't know. You know, when
1: it first happened, it wasn't even called COVID.
2: No, I don't know what it was called, but they called
1: it Corona. Oh, yeah. Right.
2: Well, we know that they called it Corona. Actually, I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I did a... they
1: changed the name. They actually changed the It's such a horrible. It's such a horrible virus that they actually had to change the name.
2: Corona means crown in Spanish. Yeah. And uh, actually it also means crown in Polish. It's the same word in Polish. Corona yeah. is crown. And I did a screenshot during that time uh because people that were drinking Corona beer mm-hmm. were actually afraid that the virus is coming from Corona beer.
1: That's how that works I think, isn't it? Uh
2: yeah, well mm-hmm. actually that is the source of the the virus.
1: So I was already scheduled to to go to Russia. They they decided to cancel that. So I taught the class just weeks later in Yerevan, Armenia, but I did the whole thing from 6,000 miles away. So we we had to to, uh, sort of turn on a dime how to do this stuff really fast. So I named the film The Corona That Nobody Wanted. (laughs) <laughs> the uh uh where
0: where can the corona, we, see, where can we the see Corona of Thorns? Uh where can we see your your work?
1: Oh, all of, all the work you can see, all the films on uh YouTube. My name Gary Schwartz and single frame films. And so I have uh I must have about a hundred and forty films on there.
0: And uh some some of them are uh bring nostalgia to people i think because you worked on sesame street back in the day oh i directed for
1: sesame street that was uh alphabet jungle right yeah it's you know it's important those 26 letters are very important i did the same the same kind of project i did it in uh armenia oh this will be fun and then i discovered there's uh there's 49 letters to the alphabet. <laughs> it's a longer film so to make. I had to do twice as much work <laughs> and half as much time. Always check the alphabet first. It is. It's like, and I see why they have such problems. Too many letters.
2: <laughs> Keep it simple, silly.
0: Do you, they what, did. Now now that now that we're uh, coming out of, you know, people are getting vaccinated and so on, people are able to be in rooms again. Are, are you, uh, I, I imagine that you're filling up your calendar with more workshops and so on with people, or is it still... Oh, well, we yep.
1: A lot of workshops. I'm going to art openings all over Detroit. 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 We went to, uh, yesterday, we went to a couple of galleries, and the day before that, we went to the DIA. It's... We can open up and start going places because we're fully vaccinated, but we wear our masks because we have to be still concerned about other people. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and and I think it confuses things if people stop wearing them. You know, we have we have for to the, wear them for the greater couple of years, I think, possibly. Yeah.
1: Last night we went to a screening at the CCS. We went to a screening of *The Graduate*.
2: Oh, cool! That's always so a it, great movie
1: really good to see that
0: seeing seeing a movie in a theater or in an auditorium
1: yeah we're still we're still going to theaters but we're fully masked and we're fully vaccinated so we're we're not getting it and we're not spreading it cool i'm i'm in favor of this me too we're doing positive things on the face of the planet earth i don't know about deep underground but right on the surface of the planet i
0: was thinking of moving underground for a little while um but then there was an election, and now I'm going to stay in my house.
1: Wait, hold everything! You're underground right now.
2: Oh, oh my no!
0: goodness! I'm in the basement. <laughs> I'm in my basement.
2: You've uh, revealed to everyone our location. <laughs> our secret location is now unveiled.
0: Well, we actually have one of those skyscrapers, like you see in L.A. at Universal City, where they have the the Black Tower. That's we're we're in something like that because we're. Because yeah. our show is so popular.
2: Yeah, like, we have to, like, have a good, really good signal and stuff. And so people oh, yes. can see where we are at all times.
0: The basement is just a set. You yeah. know, it's it's the room is cut in half, and they have one of those cameras on a track in the ceiling that goes by. Yeah. Gets those shots past us like this. Uh, very we, dramatic. We
2: want to stay humble. It
0: mm-hmm. used to be the Desperate Housewives set,
1: actually. Yeah,
2: it still smells like perfume in here.
1: Oh, it does? Yeah. Oh, yeah they wear a lot of perfume but we're spring now it's really important is this day number seven is this the seventh day of spring
2: uh the vernal equinox was Beats I me. i think it was five days ago
1: oh so it's the fifth day of spring
2: i believe so yeah it's more like it that is, not seven yet
1: instantly everything changed here in detroit it just got warmer it's just if you got up to 70 degrees in march yeah yeah we're we're just we're enveloped with with the whole feeling of that it's it's coming out it's getting better yeah it's getting warmer yeah, yeah. all I, the plants are coming out all the flowers are coming in we got revival the next seasons coming in we feel it and we see it and we smell it
0: i saw some climate change projections that by 2100 The Northern Hemisphere will experience summer that is six months long. So is that good? It feels nice for now.
2: Maybe we're meant to annihilate ourselves. Who knows?
0: I think Detroit would make a great refugee city for climate change disaster. We need to build now. And (laughs) when there are refugees, we need to welcome them to Detroit, where we have fresh water and we're above sea level.
1: My parents say that's why they chose Michigan. What you haven't considered is that humans are refugees all humans on this planet we were brought here from another planet so we are refugees so we, we come with that we don't even realize it but th- we come with that attitude of refugee-ness well it is it is a term
0: like homelessness that kind of the the, the kind of otherizes it, you know we're talking about people we're talking about humans as as you're saying so we want to welcome humans to our city
1: for humans as fast as and as many as possible. Yeah, we like people. Bring them in.
2: I like I like that idea that we are all refugees. It's true. We make these houses. We make these things surrounding us that give us a sense of safety and like like a sense of we know what's going on. But it's really uh, a bunch of things that we've made up to make ourselves feel better about all of this.
1: Belonging <laughs> and ownership. Yes. Yes. community. That's something that uh, we got in Detroit in spades when we moved here. When we moved here, that was in 2003. We didn't know a thing about this place. And you were coming from L.A., right? Los Angeles, last- which, is not, which is not a very community-oriented place. Mm-hmm. L.A. is the place you go to to invent yourself. Yeah. which Which is a type of a freedom all its own. But everything, no matter what it is, everything has got this side and the obverse and the reverse side, the positive and the negative side yeah. of everything. In L.A., it's freedom. But on the other side, you are on your own. Yeah. Now I, I felt that just
0: walking around in L.A. I hang out with friends when I go visit. Then they go to work and I've got half an afternoon to walk around. And I feel that. It's tangible.
2: Yeah, it's interesting that, that you say that because, uh, like, what, what do you like about here versus there?
1: Okay, what we get, I, I go through a laundry list. What we get in Detroit is there's a sense of community that we never got anywhere else. But then again, there's the, there's the reverse side that do work within a certain parameter to be accepted except if you're at the street level. At the street level, everyone accepts you. At the, uh, at the industrial level, at the institutional level, no. You have to fit in. But at the street level, you don't have to fit in.
0: I think that there's a, an implicit understanding of certain cultural things that happens in what I'll call media cities, Uh, in L.A. and New York in particular, but uh, I think that the general population has an understanding that those, that uh, the arts and also entertainment and the arts and entertainment are a legitimate path to being a a person. And in Detroit, there are a few examples of that, of people who did that here in in Detroit. There's people from Detroit that went elsewhere, but I think that might be responsible for what you're talking
1: about. Well, Detroit was fundamentally founded by the native populations that were here for thousands of years, but they were uh, tragically thrown out and dispossessed. And what uh, the transition came in the uh, in the 18th century with the French founding this place in 1701. So there's there's very much that kind of Euro-French culture here where dance and entertainment is a very, very, very important aspect of the culture. The English came in throughout the French, and they came from this different attitude of empire building. Mm -hmm. But the French, they really ran the whole of the uh, Louisiana Purchase from New Orleans up there, so the reason why there's this sense of music that's so important in Detroit is because it was founded as a French city. That's where it came from. That could never be separated.
0: You can see these connections if you visit New Orleans. Cadillac is the, believe it or not, the Cadillac is the name of the guy who who founded the Detroit settlement on, on the river. And uh, that was 1701. 1710, Cadillac was in Louisiana and became the governor. And the the Fort Fort Detroit, the Fort of Detroit was Fort Pontchartrain, so that perhaps is connected to Lake Pontchartrain in New Orleans. If you're there, there's a musical connection that you can feel, although I think New Orleans has it whipped up a little bit
1: more than Detroit to currently. Well,
2: definitely because, more, well, I wouldn't even say more dancey, but it's, yeah, yeah definitely more prominent.
1: Yeah, we were in uh, New Orleans. We were there a couple months ago, and it's... Uh, there's a sensibility about New Orleans that has a s- same attitude in Detroit of music, of not taking a lot of things seriously.
0: It's, there, then, there's, there's the thing that, that leads to that sense of community, I, I believe
1: um they take it very seriously in detroit and down there as well that sense the community well
2: it's funny that you talk about i'm i'm having such a like uh, internal therapy session as i'm listening to you guys <laughs> because um for me it was a really big deal to leave my hometown i really love it here i have amazing friends who are incredibly creative and now meeting new ones such as yourself gary even though we've met twice but um But yeah, just hearing about like the kind of pros and cons of environment. Environment is so important. Like I read tarot cards with my friend all the time and environment comes up a lot as a really big factor in what shapes you and what you do and how you do it. And one of the reasons I'm so happy that joe is still willing to be my friend and just go go for like creative projects is because there's a it's harder here to really kind of crack that out you know what i mean
1: it's interesting you say it's harder here to do. or maybe that's my perception here, it what's harder here is to uh how to monetize it
2: oh yeah we've been talking about
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's what's hard here. What's yeah. easy here is there's a freedom here, as long as you do not, you do not uh, lock yourself into the institutions and organizations. Then then you're free. But once you lock yourself into into the institutions and organizations then you have to start making some very serious compromises. Mm.
2: So what are some examples of that exactly? I mean, I hear what you're saying, but what do you mean by lock, lock your uh, When you ask
1: me examples, uh, are, are you asking this on a cultural level, on an economic level, on an institutional level, on a personal let's, level?
2: Let's just say cultural.
1: Okay, culturally, <clears throat> there's a sense of family here that's very strong. And you are, people feel very, very, very connected here to other people. You can't ever be lonely here. There's just there's just too much happening here that allows for that. At the same time, if you behave in a way that doesn't fit those normatives, you're an outsider. Mm-hmm.
2: Like wearing that, this hat?
1: Yeah. That's, that's why I made you wear the hat. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so that you stay the outsider so there's... In order to be truly free, you have to be very, very, very strong about being an individual and not be subsumed by that. But if you join the family, you get all the good things that go with that, but you have to leave certain aspects of your personality at the door.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. And you have to decide if, if as an artist, if you, if you can parse that out.
0: I'm thinking I'm thinking of examples uh, like there've been without without naming names explicitly, like there's been changeover at art institutions um, that sometimes seems a little hasty or that like there was some drama behind the scenes and and something, uh, you know, or or another institution might change its name suddenly, something like this. And I do see I do recognize that when somebody is coming in and trying to do something that there can be arguments uh, over over that i think my examples are too vague
1: (laughs) well in my in my personal case uh i love detroit but i am and always will be an outsider
2: were you born in california
1: i was born in new jersey
2: oh you're a new jersey boy
1: but i i remember
2: no wonder you're so nice
1: Uh, No, no, no. If I was part of the mafia, you wouldn't say that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I really genuinely sense that you're kind.
1: I would, I would, I remember being three, four years, three and four years old. I used to press my nose up against the old black and white Dumont.
2: Can you press your nose up against the screen right now?
1: That oh that big the big screen right there there it is there we go there. all right oh, oh yeah but, but, but when you're three four years old you can see, you, your your acuity with your eyes are better you can see right to the surface I was and I would turn the TV off and I would watch the little back then the TVs would the blue would go to a line and then to a dot and then would slowly decay. And I was trying to look at where that dot goes. (laughs) I desperately wanted to be on the other side of that cathode ray tube. And then I'd turn it on and I'd watch that glow of that dot. And then it would make a line and then it would build out into a full picture. And I was trying desperately how to get inside that tube. Because there was so much fun stuff going on inside there. Yeah, how do you find that place?
2: Did you ever find that place,
1: Gary? I figured out how to get on the inside of that tube.
2: Are you there right now? I became
1: an animator. (laughs) I became a director, and I moved to Hollywood, and I figured out how to get on the other side of that tube. You did. But, of course, when I moved there, that was 79. It was still the analog era. Mm -hmm. And I could get on the other side of that cathode ray tube.
0: Was it as fun as as you expected from being on the obverse side
1: of it? It was a, it was a more dangerous, it was much, it was actually more fun than I thought and more dangerous than I could possibly have imagined. So you get the full, you get the, you get the full picture, you get the full everything. It sounds a little bit like the movie. You're going to get burned.
0: Right. It sounds like stay tuned that with that John Ritter from 1989 or whatever that film, if you've seen that he's, he goes inside the TV, but it's, it's the devil.
1: I, you know, I used to see him a block away from my apartment. The devil? No, John Ritter. I <laughs> used to see him uh, in the bars on, uh, on Melrose Avenue. And then he had a heart attack. Yeah, he it was. He, and he had a heart attack and died. Yeah. It, it, was, it was really, really tragic. L.A. It was filled with just so many tragic stories
2: yeah i know i was a haunted hollywood tour guide the scope of the tours was people that have died and learning about how they died and true crime and yeah true crime and the manson murders and you know cielo drive and all that stuff so i had quite a good time watching that recent quentin tarantino film because i felt like i was driving through all the spots that i remembered you know
0: do you think so? so social social uh, connection is one of the things that keeps people going? Do you do you think that some of these tragic stories in L.A. are a result of the lack of the lack of that sense of
1: community that you sought out when you moved to Detroit? Well, well there's the confluence of what it means to be an American and to be an American is actually an extremely lonely experience. Everyone's forced oh, I- to be
0: a rugged individual.
1: it's the false sense of the rugged individualism which actually never really ever existed it's a myth so everyone is taught to go for something that actually never existed yeah so we all i did it i did it with everyone else we all went west we all went there to make our names to be famous to do all that stuff and i only lasted 24 years that's it Get back and, and try they, again. Sissy! And then, I, and then I left because I, Just couldn't, kidding. I, I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. yeah. I had to go to a place that was more of, more of community.
2: I'm glad and we then, got you.
1: And then warn everyone else. Warn but everybody.
0: Don't go to L.A. and try to get famous. It's a trap. It's a trap, everybody! It's a trap! Ah!
1: any excuse for a sound effect Ah! (laughs) (laughs) oh man I I love the time I was there but I couldn't sustain it
2: yeah I felt the same way about New York City I really miss it it almost hurts how much I miss it sometimes but I think I just miss the shoe shopping (laughs) No, I miss, I miss the, for their friends. I, you know, fortunately, unfortunately came across a radio station where I made some meaningful friendships and learned I a went, whole bunch about music.
1: I worked in New York. New York was this, uh, but this was in the eighties, a very, very different place. And what was really interesting about New York, New York in so many ways was and is the center of the known universe and especially the thinking there, it's, the, it's where, it's the center of the, of money. It's the center of the whole television. Trends, visual trends. It all began, it all began in New York, not LA.
2: Yeah.
1: Television was invented in New York. And all, the, and all live television came out of New York. It but then they were
2: like, it's too cold over here. Let's find a really warm place to do the same thing.
1: I and mean, then you
0: seasonally move over somewhere else. So and somebody destroyed that. the bull statue, so we have to go find
1: it. Yeah, them.
2: there's no more bull statue. Who did that? Who did that? Who
1: destroyed the bull statue? Oh, it wasn't me. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, come have. on. <laughs> Oh, oh, I wasn't there. I wasn't there when it happened.
2: We but watched you. True. He do was it. He's
0: got. He's got, a, he's got a. He's got cover for it because he was at, at home. We, we, we That babe, him. At That home.
1: gigantic bronze statue. Yeah, yeah, we
2: made him do it. Actually. Yeah. So.
0: yeah.
1: That's allowed. Because when I was in New York, you had to arbitrarily decide when you went to sleep because it was it was twenty four seven.
0: Because they're doing construction outside your
1: window. <laughs> Just that the whole life, the whole scene, yeah, yeah. restaurants, and everything, and and entertainment everything it's just it's just a 24 7 city mm-hmm. as opposed to detroit which really it's very family oriented well d- so new it york, shuts down.
0: yeah new york is if the if new york is the city that never sleeps detroit is the city that takes a nap and gets some rest in and 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 uh gets up the next day gets up at eleven thirty in the morning and then gets going
1: yes and L.A. actually is not a 24-7 city either.
0: And then hustles harder <laughs> after getting up at 1130.
1: It only has maybe one or two 24-hour restaurants, and that's it, in the whole city of, of Los Angeles.
0: Yeah. Cantor's.
1: Yeah. Cantor's is one of the few places Yum. that's 24-7. And I used I, for 16 years, I lived two blocks away from there. And every, every celebrity you can think of would hang out there. Because at the time, it was the only place that was open. I used to see members from the doors hanging out there. Yeah, cool.
2: Were they hanging out by the doors?
1: No, they weren't hanging out by the doors. They would go right inside and sit right down at their, at their, at their lounge tables.
2: Do you think if the doors hung out by doors, then it wouldn't exist?
1: They did. The doors hung out by the doors. They did? Yeah. That's how they started. Because oh. <sighs> actually, where they started as a band... Was only a number of blocks up the street at sunset, and Fairfax, just a few blocks over.
2: Yeah, I remember I, Fairfax. I like Fairfax because the Fairfax District—that's what you like—you were saying—that's where Cantor's is. That's where the this cute little movie theater. Is. That's where I
1: lived. That's and where you lived. Two blocks the other way. Yeah, that was CBS Television City.
0: Mm. If if any of our listeners are having difficulty with the geography of Los Angeles, we have an assist on our other show, Waiting for Lunch Radio. Uh, because Gary has chosen the song Pico and Sepulveda to play on that oh, show. Oh, it
2: is a great, great, right. great guide.
0: And uh, Pico and Sepulveda will provide you a full list of, I think it's every street in L.A., I mean, in the entire metropolitan Kalinga. area. The, the song is now 98 minutes the long because they keep expanding pits. it. Yeah, yeah,
2: they put all the street names in there. Have yeah. you seen, Well, of course you've seen Forbidden Zone, Gary. Oh, yeah, of okay. course. All right. That's where, I, ter- that's where I learned the song.
1: I had a lot of friends who worked on it. A lot of friends did the music for it, did special effects for it.
2: Okay, you're officially someone that I'm, like, really nervous around now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, come I come on. Do, I, do remember, I do remember going to a uh, kind of an underground screening, and uh, this, this is when uh, uh, performance art just exploded. Yeah. It was that in the 80s? Well, that's yeah, because
0: that's when the Mystic Knights that film came out in '80, I think.
1: Yes, it was, and there was there were small groups of people there. And I remember seeing River Phoenix there, and I think he died within a few months after that. Yeah,
2: in front of the uh, Viper Room, right?
1: Yeah, so we would see we would see all these actors, we see all these celebrities everywhere, and
0: you know, Forbidden Zone. I don't remember the name of the animator, but there was only one animator on that film. And it's all this cell anima- uh, black and white cell animation to mesh with the, f- the film. Uh, and it's beautiful. But there's still one run- be-
1: with special effects in it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's beautifully seamless, but it's all one person, the, the cell animation. I
1: went,
2: in, I went to the opening of the color version. They, they released a color version, and they had a, a big thing about it.
0: Yeah, R- uh-huh. Richard uh, put out a video saying that he considers the colorized version to be the official version, that it's what he always wanted to do in the first place. And that
2: yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I had a picture with is, is
1: the, uh, the star of that film yeah. was also the star of uh, RoboCop. Wait,
0: huh? Is that, are you talk, you're talking about RoboCop? Who is that? That's Peter... What is his name? Peter Weller. Peter Weller. That is he Peter was Weller. also the star of... Uh, The other film, too. Wow. Wow. Peter Weller's in Forbidden Zone? My old roommate is Jerry Paffendorf, and Jerry Paffendorf is the guy uh, who is behind the RoboCop statue that didn't quite materialize. But starting 10 years ago, he raised $60,000 to have a bronze statue of RoboCop created. And, uh, there are photos of the statue. So it got to the point where the statue was physically created. And now they, question, question marks. Yeah, don't know. I th- yeah. I
2: think the last I heard they rejected, didn't they also have that 70s kids show, HR Paffendorf,
0: HR Paffendorf. Yes. HR Puffin stuff. Paffendorf. Yes. Paffendorf <laughs> that's stuff. So what? Um, I remember Peter Weller came to the logger house here in Detroit when, when Jerry was doing this because he started doing it without permission and then the movie studios got involved and were upset, so he worked out some kind of compromise with
1: them. Yeah, because they, they it's, it's, an, it's an owned property. Yeah. Whether, whether they made it or not, it's still, it's still an evil corporation owns it. Yes.
2: Uh oh, Gary, I could hang out with you all day like this, but I, I do like 7,000 radio shows. And we have one to go after this, and then after that, I have to go home and do another one live. And then after that, on Wednesday, I have to do one for WAHS, and I might even take some of our stuff and air it. And uh, I'm just going to keep plugging into that board. But uh, that means that time is kind of running
1: thin for me.
2: You can continue with Joe. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's totally fine um joe, joe makes soundtracks for me for my films
2: joe is an incredible human being i'm glad you met joe i'm glad you two met
1: it's fun
0: to work together and uh i hope to work together repeatedly and soon and on all kinds of things and i'm ready to go yeah absolutely me, yeah.
2: me too i hope i get to help with something or whatever <laughs>
0: The uh, next month on the 17th is the day that I will be fully vaccinated, okay. so I can go into buildings. Yeah. Just,
2: I don't yeah. have a date yet, but All
0: I'll right. keep. And, you and we of- will,
1: of course, we will bump into each other on the street at De Electricity.
0: Ah, De
1: Electricity. That's a done deal. That's going to happen.
0: Yeah, that's happening.
1: That's going to be. Uh, I don't September know what this is. Twenty. I think. It's September 24th and
0: 25th. Do you have a work that's going to be in the electricity?
1: Uh, It looks like I'm going to be in it again. And I'm going to be working with the senior citizens at Hannon House because I'm very, very, very lazy. So I find all kinds of people who don't know any better who will do all the work for the film. (laughs) <laughs> revealing
0: the secrets the secrets of a master animator
2: Gary you are a mastermind oh I do have one quick question the electricity
0: you. by the way is an event in midtown <laughs> oh. uh, in midtown Detroit where uh, works of art generated by projection and light are created so they do projections onto the uh, main library and the DIA and oh. other adjacent buildings I
2: think I've seen pictures of that around the cultural
0: yeah. center
1: Oh, even if you live in other parts of the country other parts of the planet get to Detroit to see de-electricity.
2: Yeah, it sounds amazing. That's so cool. Um, I had a quick question for you, Gary. Or oh, a slow question. It's a slow <laughs> question. Uh, so have you ever heard of Marceline, Missouri?
1: Marceline, Missouri. Uh, I've, I vaguely have heard of that town.
2: Okay, so I'll tell you what. Walt Disney grew up there, and I got oh, to right. I got to stop there on my on a road trip back home and I got so excited about what I found there they had a museum dedicated to him and animation in general, and they have an animation festival every year wow. in this really small, weird little town, and I promised myself to just keep that noted in my brain and maybe go go sometime so That's why I brought it up. I thought you are a perfect person to tell this to.
1: Well, if you plan on going there, there's someone that you have to invite on the show that's connected with that, the person who really, really did the art and the work that made Walt as famous as he became, Ub Iwerks.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Because so now Bubs, this, is a,
1: this is a name that I don't know, but Oob. Yeah. it's
2: not Oob. I thought it was Oob, but Ub.
1: Uh, it's Ub Iworks, and he actually did. Because Walt, as amazing as he was, really wasn't a very good drafts person. wasn't a very good artist.
2: No, no, not at as all. As a
1: matter of fact, the actual signature of Walt Disney Ub created.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty funny I loved reading his biography You can imagine how excited I was To stumble I, I actually did stumble across the town Because I needed gas So
1: you, you need to connect with um, With Up Iwerks' granddaughter She's a documentary filmmaker
2: Oh, yeah Yeah, what's her name?
1: Um, Iwerks
2: Iworks. Okay.
1: It's Ms. It's Ms. Iworks.
2: Okay. Ms. Iworks.
1: It is. Connect with her, let her know.
2: I'll I'll give it a shot, yeah.
1: Because her whole life is about keeping his legacy alive. Yeah. 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 Nice.
0: Nice. <laughs> um I think we should wrap it up there so we can get yeah. on with the 17 other shows that must be created today. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Crazy. It's exactly it's exhausting to be so entertaining.
2: I know, but it's, it's nice. It's so much fun. And I hope that, you know, I really do hope that you had a fun, fun time.
0: I had a blast. Thank you for playing along with us today, Gary. Gary Schwartz got 42,900 points today. 42,900 points. Yay! And those are redeemable for uh, Slurpees, actually. Oh, They're yeah. off-brand. It's not 7-Eleven. It's off-brand We're going to print
2: out your tickets right now. There oh, wow. Are. That's a lot of yeah, tickets, Gary. It's
1: 42,000 points. Wow. It's a lot I'm of going tickets. going to get a real barrel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. I'm excited to see what you redeem them for.
1: I would like to donate them to the, uh, the Society for Kitty Care.
2: Ah, just for that, you get many points.
1: <laughs> we are we are
0: kind to animals, and so is Gary. Thank you, thank you for being with us today, Gary.
2: Thanks, Gary. Thank
1: you so much.
2: Can't wait to see you in person.
0: We're coming to your house right now. Yeah. See you in a few minutes.
1: <laughs> Please, I'll, I'll, I'll uh,
2: leave the door open.
1: I'll have snacks.
0: And now as promised, here's the soundtrack that I created for Gary Schwartz film Carney Obscura, as we send you, dear listener, off on a haunted roller coaster to end this episode. See you next time. Joe, a.k.a. Stashu and Joe, and their various projects at WaitingForLunch.com. Win-Win Situation is presented by the Planet Ant Podcast Network and is powered by Pinecast.